Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of Polaroid Patterns. Uh, for those who are still not familiar with our voices, this is Shiva here and we have AK in the background. Hi AK. Hi guys, hello. Hi Shiva. Yeah, AK, yeah. your new plans and what are, what how was your Christmas? Uh well my Christmas was actually yeah, so thanks for asking again. Uh Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. Uh yeah, so my Christmas was not bad, it was good. Uh so I I I I got to go and visit my uh, friend's native place. I had a function to attend. So two three days I was busy in traveling and you know attending the function and all that. So so I mean I, I think it's been a while since I had a very you know uh you know you know very fruitful and meaningful Christmas. So in that way it was fun and um new year uh, there are some plans there were actually there were plans but uh, going by the current situation i don't know how like, whether it will it will materialize or not as usual you know right it's it, it was basically a trip with friends so uh, i am not really sure how much of it is going to work out last minute issues as you know i don't have to yeah, <laughs> i don't have to very very hard to spend new year without <laughs> your girlfriend but you know eventually you can make it up with uh, valentines day but uh, it's okay uh, let's hope i thought things. you knew me. i thought you knew me pretty well but looks like you've got some sort of a bad <laughs> idea about me and my my talents uh-huh. anyway these are inside information i got but anyway <laughs> let us let us get to the podcast <laughs> sure sure okay yeah. let's get started okay guys so uh, this week actually we had uh, like you know a lot of releases uh, you know be it in hindi in english there were a lot of films that came out including wonder woman ak versus ak beat soul or like you know the uh, and there was this uh, coolie number 1 also that that came out which is actually the most watched uh, film on ott this year in 24 hours so a uh, lot of interesting yeah yeah before yeah i was just going through my facebook feed and this is what prime had to show like you know it was the most watched film in 24 hours i am i'm glad that i, I don't belong to that main curve and neither <laughs> yeah yeah neither do i so but anyway uh, i'll probably see it just to you know get some cringe <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing okay i time pass man come on anyway new year right uh, anyway things are really bad so maybe let's just finish it with the worst of the movies that you could watch <laughs> cool <laughs> anyway so yeah so yeah uh, like you know so generally last week we had a film review i mean we had a discussion uh, but this week we thought you know let's do something different uh, so you know right you know, even before we did our first uh, first podcast on power kadigal we had this in mind and we thought we'll actually go ahead with it once we have the first one out uh, so basically we'll be talking about a news that was you know that was kind of uh, kind of you know pretty much circulating everywhere like i, I think what a, a week a two weeks back and it took all of us by surprise and it kind of gave us a lot of pride as well um, i guess few of you might have already you know a kind of a kind of have thought what the topic is or who it's about so as you guessed it's about an actor and a particular news surrounding that actor uh, anyway there's no much to show surprise so it's all about you know danush getting that opportunity to act in the russo brothers film the gray man alongside ryan gosling and uh, chris evans so yeah. that was okay okay sorry yeah. to interrupt they would have seen the title anyway so <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'm definitely but uh, you know it's it's an intro so you definitely need to add a build up something right so it's part and parcel of okay okay <laughs> cool, just cool. going with the Good format Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you know what before till now just before you said it didn't really click my head. I mean it didn't it just didn't click. I was thinking <laughs> we, that entire title thing just was not there in my mind. But anyway, thanks. Anyway, anyway, so, you're going in the flow, okay? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So uh so yeah, so guys, that's it. So, you know, um, so we thought it'll be nice to have a discussion around Danush and you know his film journey. It's been I think around 18 years he's been in the, you know, uh been in uh, been in Indian cinema. 
so i so we thought it it'll be the right time to you know kind of have a small discussion about him about his career his film choices and you know the kind of uh, uh what can I, the kind of choices he made and you know how he has actually ended up getting this particular role in gray man so so that's what we were we were actually looking to, to discuss and we thought it will make a make a for a good interesting you know listen as well so that's it so and this show as you all would have already seen is titled as the uh, extraordinary journey of danush or d or the d man as shiva wanted to name it earlier so eh, anything but i prefer i just to get out of the extraordinary journey of the fakir and change it to danush so yeah so 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 we'll be talking about it and uh, that's that's what this entire podcast is going to be about so guys uh, to explain on what we said earlier about danish transforming himself from yet another actor to an extraordinary actor we're going to discuss his film career in detail so for this we have taken an inspiration from one of our favorite movies we have split his filmography into three segments based on the year so the first segment will be about the films between 2002 till 2006 and we're going to call it as the pledge and the second segment will be from 2007 to 2012 and we're going to call it as the turn and the final segment will be from 2013 till 2020 and it will be called as prestige obviously yeah. so we um, <laughs> have guessed it right from uh, you know the pledge itself anyway so guys we have seen, this, uh, yeah, yeah yeah so if you have seen the movie prestige you would have realized it if not please cut the podcast this is not for you <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on man you will be taking out a lot of people uh, a lot of audience with that statement <laughs> who wouldn't have watched prestige bro so i don't know i'm i'm getting oh, yeah, <laughs> no i mean i am not somebody to judge because i did not finish got so uh, i can't really come you, you can't compare okay uh, we'll have this conversation outside this podcast anyway <laughs> you can't compare those two those are two different got uh, was sitting in the final season but prestige is prestige so That's- Okay. <laughs> so we will stick to Danush now. So okay. Uh I know you don't remember what you watched uh, last week but if you could uh, think hard and can tell me what you felt when you saw uh, movies of Danush in this timeline 2002 to 2006. So okay. first of all <laughs> first of all I just wanted to correct you because just just now only I kind of you know recollected all my initial impressions about him. So my memory power is pretty good. So <laughs> right. I'm just saying this no right way. No offense taken. anyways <laughs> okay so yeah coming to this point right so 2002 to 2006 okay so i think in this is the, of course i mean again uh, i need to kind of you know start from where i left in the previous segment right so you know of course he's done a few good films in this particular you know in that particular uh, time span of i think 2002 to 2006 but i think most the issue with those films were you know it was more of him trying to stabilize himself as an actor because after he did kadal kondain as well as uh, tuluvadalam which was his first film right i mean i think both of the films were pretty well in the box office they were not bad and danush also was a good actor you know nobody really came out and said this guy can't act but what people said is is he worth being an actor because of his looks okay so when i now when i look back right that 2001 or maybe 2002 to that 2005 phase at least in that 3 years i felt that danush kind of chose films that would like you know uh, kind of stabilize him a little bit if possible because uh, he knew he knew that he was limited in terms of physique in terms of looks so the overall idea was to do more films so that people get used to him 
because that's the only thing he could do right because he couldn't become bulky and he was very young what 19 years old you can't really expect somebody to become very huge and you know very i, I mean that is not his not his uh, body structure anyway so mm. that period in order to you know not in order to stabilize as well as to make people accept him i feel he did a lot of films which which were pretty much you know substandard i would say uh, he did get chance to work with some big names like for example balu mahendra he worked with selvaraghavan who was a, of course a new name back then and he right. did films with i think couple of commercial directors for example films like the sulan and all were actually pakka commercial pot boilers but the mm-hmm. problem was that they were not really great you know as, uh, so even though he got some good projects with good directors the films were pretty much you know below par which actually now when you look back at this filmography i think that is the period when you would see a lot of films which were either panned unanimously and were actually bad in terms of quality okay right, so right. i think and also another point i mean you can correct me if i'm wrong but uh, you know back then when a tanush film used to come right i mean at least in my home and all lot of people close to me like i used to actually avoid seeing his his movies because it kind of felt you know not very family friendly kind of movies due to xyz reasons Uh, uh-huh. they were not really you know accepted i i mean i feel you know he did films which are not really you know family centric so that sort of kept him away from them and the films also as i told you right uh, not only substandard but they were a little difficult to watch with your family so that was one thing that i really felt i mean he had good films for example uh, i mean i mean akal kondein was definitely a good film uh, uh-huh. but if you ask me if you can see it with your family i, I would say i would have to think twice then there were a couple of other the films as well like i think pudukotel in the saravanan and you know few films like that they were actually entertainers but not fully you know uh, you can you cannot really take your entire family go to theater and see that film and people also they, i feel you know people really didn't have that much of an enthusiasm to go to theaters to see his movie <laughs> I, I really don't know what was the theater scenario back then but yeah i hope that was the reason i'm not really sure yeah anyway but but anyway so that was the case in 2005 but then in 2006 suddenly you know things took a good shift uh, so far, so all of a sudden he gets to act in this movie from you know that his brother is given like you know your pudupetai which actually kind of yeah which kind of restructured him as an as an actor so people started to take notice of dhanush as an actor i think that is one movie where it really worked for him and all the critics started to take notice okay this guy has some metal and even within that you know limited physique the mm-hmm. actor in him is actually kind of very huge right okay yeah, yeah. he he got a big fan following for his uh, character kokki kumar in that movie kokki kumar that's true kokki kokki yeah kokki okay yeah. yeah but but again you know again even though i i know that film after i think a couple of i think what 10 years later the film became a cult you know and then he got that's a slight true. spin off spin off of the character in a different film but i think back then mm-hmm. the film was really a financial success you know so again uh, again as i said you know so he was able to satisfy one set of audience but again that family audience was still a little different and that is where he made that one movie in the end of 2006 even though it was not a huge uh, i mean it was not your very different kind of movie but it was a typical family uh, uh, like you know family pot boiler which sort of made him a little bit closer to family audience the film that i'm talking about is thiruvalayar laramma which came out in 2006 end one major portion was you know that was that it follows a similar tamil cinema pattern like you had a parallel comedy track you had a comedy track with dhanush and his friends and you had some big names in that movie like shriya sharan prakash raj so i think the star cast of the film was much more huge than the other films that they had done till 
that was one significant change towards the end of the 2006 he started to actually you know uh, take in his career decisions trying to do more films which are more family centric yeah i have very similar perception the reason being back then it was my parent who get to decide what sort of movies i am supposed to watch <laughs> i was a very small kid but even then his uh, choice of scripts were kind of offbeat so we have our own commercial uh, hero stereotypes right like he his physique is totally opposite to that and also previous movies he has done it, it, it really didn't convince people to take him as a commercial hero that's one of the reason why sullan and all the action oriented films even pudupete for the reason they couldn't believe a person of his stature could beat 2030 goons i mean that's not the only person but at least yeah. they were pretty convinced with other heroes doing it but for dhanush it was totally rejected yeah but that's like true that's true actually yeah mm. that, that's true i mean i still remember so when there was an action sequence in any dhanush movie in that period right my parents used to ask me the first thing i mean i can't blame them right because it it didn't look very convincing you know of his body like you know Honestly, to come and really point out right no no right now if you if you look back for any hero it won't look convincing but back then we we were okay with other heroes doing it but not with person looking like dhanush like he is very lean and thin and he he can't prove himself to be physically strong right so that was the reason i believe so it is more or less i i, I would say you know we were used to one set of you know one set of one kind of actors you know in terms of their looks and the kind of style So I think you are not in that mindset to actually, you know, break that and kind of accept somebody with a totally different physical stature to do something what they did. So I think it was more or less our acceptance also was a was a was a problem. But we were kids. But we were kids. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, our acceptance in the sense it's not just we both the kids. It's I think the entire population that felt the other way. Dhanush would have also realized that's what is happening with this movie. So I, that's where he tends to do these family oriented movies. Like you said, the end of. Uh, 2006 we had thrilled at the arambh there you get to see dhanush as a boy next door so the image of him being uh, like a psychopath or some some unrelatable character uh, from there he started gradually moving towards this family oriented subjects and slowly he became this boy next door image and i think that's where he started gaining the audience as well Exactly. Point. Point. Correct. So basically, these three things, right? I mean, I mean, when it comes to critics, I think Pudupete and Kadal Kondin already kind of sealed the deal for him. But I think when it when it comes to, I think the youth thing mainly that uh, Thirda Thirda movie with that song, I think he became a sensation. Yeah, and I think that last movie. Yeah. yeah correct. <laughs> and no, I still remember because they used to play that song like every day, and I think on SS Music or some channel they used to keep <laughs> on playing it, and every FM used to keep on playing that song. It was the big thing at that time. So. Right, right. Yeah, and again, you know, now in hindsight, when you look, Thiruvayadla Arambam might not be Dhanush's best film or even as even even as average movie, but in terms of his career choice, I think that movie really was important. That actually brings the next segment for us: the turn in Dhanush's career. so that will be from the uh, year 2007 till 2012 if i'm remembering the dates correct yeah 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 correct exactly yeah <laughs> right. this time you don't screw up right so okay so what, what do you feel about uh, his movies in this timeline 2007 to 2012 I think by this time people would have realized why we have actually named it the Pledge Turn and the Prestige. It doesn't only make the segment the fancy, but it also is very much you know relevant to his career path. Because as he said, 2002 to 2006, you know, it's just that you are just showing something ordinary, and mm-hmm. then 
in this phase, right, like from 2007 to 2012, is when Danush is taking that turn, turn in terms of an actor as well as turn in terms of being the commercial, you know, hero. Even though he was not completely there, he sort of tries to reach there in some ways. I mean, this is totally what what I felt. Okay, now for example, like for example, in this phase, this is 2007 to 2012, mm-hmm. one of the biggest positives that happened to him is collaborating with Vettri Mara, because two of his biggest, I think, two of his best films in that period came from that uh, collaboration. One being the 2000, I think, eight or seven. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly. I think Poladavan, which was Poladavan, yeah. yeah. Poladavan, and then in 2011, the film that gave him his first national award, which was Ardikalam. Ardikalam. So, yep. yeah. So both these films. they were commercial as well as it sort of extracted that that you know it kind of gave danush something to act you know it it again sort of placed him at a level higher than where he left in the previous you know in the previous year so again especially with poladavan he came a little bit closer to the youth audience right more of that as you said the boy next door and the carefree youth sort of got stamped on him okay so it became that phase so i think that was a, one of the best things that has happened to him like you know getting to collaborate with vetri maran and that collaboration is still going on you know you know it's just going from strength to strength after every 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 right. decade like they they keep setting their own benchmarks with each movie exactly 100% no success rate 100% success ratio right, right. yeah and then this phase i mean again this is another thing that i don't know really whether people have taken notice so danush did a lot of remakes in this period like you know from 2007 to 2012 i mean if 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 you see before that naft to that right even in the first year i mean from 2002 to 2006 as well as from 2013 to 20 i don't mm-hmm. if my memory is to be believed he is not on any any remakes but in this middle phase there were at least uh, two to three remakes that i can think of okay mainly being uh, one was kutti which was remade from arya in uh, telugu Second mm-hmm. one was Yaradini Moini, which was a Telugu film again that got remade. Then there was uh, Uthma Putran, which was again a remake of Ready, another Telugu film. Right. Also, Maple is also uh, kind of True. inspired from Rajini's earlier film of same title. You can actually say it's a direct rip off. Nothing is there to inspire. It's inspired. <laughs> right. Just they have changed the cast. Even the treatment is pretty much in that in that yeah, style only. Yeah. More or less very similar. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. you know so maybe when you look back you you might say that you know these are like you know kind of simple you know he just did remakes at that period it was sort of you know nothing much to talk about but mm-hmm. now when i look back these films played an important role in bringing him very close to the family audience so as i totally, said right yeah. It, mm-hmm. yeah in the 2006 end he started with tiruvalliyar alarambam which sort of kind of you know started to uh, it sort of started to trigger that kind of interest in family audience towards him because family movie pretty chill movies you know completely away from those niche kind of movies he was doing initially correct correct okay. and then when he did these three films and these three are routine proper commercial films right you have, you can just go it with you can go with your entire family go and have you know have a blast and come back so even mm-hmm. though these films were not really critically acclaimed or didn't do too much of box office business these films i think if i'm not wrong they have very good repeat value in television okay because yeah. all these three films have good comedy segments which actually get repeated in all these channels like you know all these comedy channels or be the films they get good repeat value so family mm-hmm. audience you know like like people sitting at home the like, you know the ladies or the kids so when they see at home yeah. they're always seeing his face yeah they, they okay. get to see dhanush's face a lot and yeah that gradually would have you know brought him closer to these set of audiences exactly and now when i look back i don't see any other reason why he would have done those other than like you know of course commercial because all these films that he remade were very they were successful in their respective you know uh, lang- uh, languages 
and mm. second thing is you know as as i said i think he really took an initiative to you know get closer to the family audience in order to make sure that he will stay for a longer time because you cannot really stick on to a very youth fan base and you know stay longer in the uh, like right, you know, in right, right. tamil cinema so he had to kind of you know satisfy every kind of audience and the only thing that was left after is those that poladavan uh, and adikalam days were actually you know getting closer closer to the family audience or them getting a trust in that okay fine if i go with my kids i'll have a blast when i'm seeing a anush film so these two choices one is teaming up with vetrimaran as well as making these remakes i think they played an important role in shaping up his career in the way it's i mean the way it is right now right but ak uh like i i totally agree to your points there but there are other two landmarks film in this timeline we have maikam inna which released in t- 2011 and we also have three that brought danush to the peak of his popularity with, with the song celebrity i think yeah so th- those are very important events in his film career mm-hmm. no i think with maikam inna of course when you're seeing maikam definitely i think we can take marian as well like both these films coming out in with a gap of one year uh, but the point is like maikam and marian these are good films i mean again it, it still kind of extracts that act i mean just kind of totally used them to its full potential these two films right i mean literally marian especially kind of you can you can see him totally you know acting till his last you know i think what last <laughs> part yeah it was too much too much of pain so into as an actor definitely these two films were great milestones for him but uh, and these are really you know critically and you know, i mean sorry criminally underrated films also as well uh, yeah they were good but i i won't say they did anything significant to his career because everybody knew because by that time these two films came out everybody knew that he's a good actor he he can act that was already justified and he had proven it already with the films that came prior and with the right. national award behind him it was not a everybody knew that you know danush can act so mm-hmm. in terms of that these two films according to me didn't do much maybe but definitely i mean now when you look back in his filmography these two are definitely you know great films to watch yeah see okay i think you're talking about maikaman and marian uh, but see yeah, we correct. have three as well right that also falls in the same uh, timeline we have three releases in 2012 yeah so here it, maybe yeah, the movie is still city but it brought danush to the national media it brought him to the bollywood audience i believe i think from there he got to act in samita as well two years later oh, also, ranjana ranjana yeah yeah. So, oh, yeah yeah ranjana was that 2013 right yeah. Yeah. Again, so, so these uh, films in, in this particular timeline, apart from one or two, uh, we have even Poladavan. If, if you ask me, it's a very commercial mainstream movie. Adikalam, whereas it actually portrays Danush as an actor rather than a commercial hero, whereas all the other movies uh, in, in this particular time, it, it actually had Danush as a commercial actor, and that I think that's what he mm-hmm. wanted to establish in his audience mind. He is like any other regular actor. in the industry he can he can dance he can fight he can do comedy so that, that was what working in that particular time so he also wanted to establish himself as as a commercial actor correct correct yeah i mean as you said that because see danush being accepted as a commercial hero itself was a big thing because that is not something that people did expect him to i mean people i don't i don't think really anyone anyone really expected him to him to be tagged as a commercial hero at any point in his career you know in that in, like you know in the initial days of his career so for him to do these kind of films right? i mean now when you look back those films might not might not you know be great in terms of anything but definitely for him to you know get a get a firm stand in this already you know in that rat race to reach the top tier actors i think it really worked wonders now when you when you look back correct correct yep yeah.
so guys we are finally here the last segment of uh, of like you know dhanush's career that we are going to dissect so it's from 2013 to the present and we are i think we have the most apt title for the segment as well as say we had the most apt title for the previous two segments too but this one looks even more with the prestige <laughs> yeah so i think uh, i mean if you have heard us through this uh, conversation you have, you would have realized right like we have named each of these segments because we felt they actually you know made a lot of sense when we compare it to a couple of the career decisions that dhanush has taken so when we come to the act right right to the end of the act uh, i mean sorry it was the pledge yeah when we came to the end of pledge uh, that is from 2002 to 2006 so it was more about him trying to do films so that he becomes more closer to audience and they try to accept him and he did two films towards the end of 2006 that sort of brought him close uh, closer to that uh, goal and then 2007 to 2012 is when he kind of pushed that bar a little bit more that is he wanted to get closer to the family audience as well as he wanted to gain more recognition in terms of his acting prowess so he kind of you know uh, juggle between two different kinds of films and then to an extent again he was able he was successful in again gaining some recognition as well as coming closer to the family audience through many of those remakes that he that he did so if you see back now in 2013 when you come as an actor he would have like you know he might have had a lot of boxes that were ticked but still if there were some boxes that was unticked was mainly i found it was basically you know two things one is even though dhanush had a lot of films and he was a well uh, you know critically acclaimed as well as recognized actor he was still not into that tier one list of actors like for example anajit surya or vijay even though he was there for like around 12 years that was one and second is being a commercially viable actor so when i say commercially viable like you know his films did a lot of business but if you ask me he still didn't demand or he didn't get that kind of box office collections that would have elevated him into like you know big budget production so people might Think that okay, if, I, if I'm spending so and so amount, will I get back that money if Danush is doing that doing that project? So still, these were the two things that were coming that all covered act. I mean, sorry, not I'm not having a better word, but then you know, a well-established, complete round wouldn't have been there. To be honest, in 2013, once we are starting yeah. this phase, right? Ranjana he did this Hindi film Ranjana, which which was his debut, and I think till then that was his highest grossed film. Even though he was mainly a Tamil actor, his first Hindi movie is what grossed more than what he could do in Tamil. so that itself you could get that you know he was not uh, that strong an actor in terms of box office back then so i think this is the phase where dhanush took that effort to actually step up the ladder or to actually reach there and you know kind of take the last last box as well and that's where i think 2014 was an important year for him with vip came in and then after that i think after vip dhanush's career has just been an upward trend whatever he does even even if the films didn't do well they opened well and you know it got him huge recognition the first day numbers were brilliant i think from 2014 or in this is the segment where dhanush actually got that complete elevation like he was completely elevated to a different league all to together so i think this segment was important because of him you know you know doing all those uh, mass films which people might have thought he was not able to or he couldn't pull off so for me that really was a big big milestone for in, the, in this particular phase right uh, ak so I, i agree to your points here vip turned out to be the financial factor for him to uh, you know increase his market value but uh, the reason for ranjana collecting more than uh, all of the tamil films is ideally because ranjana was a bollywood film it got uh, released parallelly in southern languages as well as in hindi so the audience for that movie is comparatively higher than what you would get in a particular region right if it was a tamil movie 
say you have 1 million people watching it if it was a, a bollywood movie you have a wider set of audience right i think it boils down to a very simple factor the number of people who watched the movie was higher and that could be the reason why the the collection was higher but again i'm not saying uh, ranjana was any bad compared to other movies of his and it also helped him to reach a wider set of audience if that is what you were trying to imply there and i i totally agree to that point yeah. there yeah i mean yeah that was one thing and also one <laughs> i mean uh, no i mean we can debate around this uh, like you know for long but again i mean <laughs> that that's not exactly the point but again i think ranjana what it also did is like you know it sort of broke a lot of stereotypes in bollywood also uh, for example of course i mean you had irfan khan you had nawaz sun sudhi who were actually making their mark in bollywood but none of them could actually get that kind of a box office success that dhanush got right in his first movie so you might say there was sonam kapoor there was abhay deol it was an anand elroy production it was directed by him and then you had this ar rahman you know hit hit music album but still you know i think people sort of right. accepted dhanush mainly because the character kind of suited him really well it was nothing different to what he had played before uh, but it kind of suited him and they were ready to accept him right so in some way he also was a what can i say it kind of gave belief to i think others that somebody like dhanush could actually pull it off because when he started his career in 2002 nobody thought he would actually you know uh, sustain for more than 5 years in in hollywood itself and then right, we had right, the right. same guy in 2013 mm-hmm. i mean in 2012 he became an uh, international sensation and in 2013 he's doing a bollywood film which actually went on to become a hit so in many ways that was a milestone for him as well as in bollywood also i think it paved way to a lot of new trend actually yeah it's not just for dhanush but even for any actor i think it's a big deal to have the debut in bollywood as a lead hero so for that matter rajini kamal shared the screen with big actors like amitabh bachchan to uh, have their bollywood venture so for a south indian actor it's a big deal to have a lead role in a bollywood exactly mainstream bollywood right, right. and again right, same right. thing right so uh, i mean uh, so again vip was one huge success then he went on to do i think mari anegan films like kodi asuran vada chennai So, you know all these films i mean some some of them might not have worked fully but you know everything had some sort of quality and they really enjoyed a lot of fan following as well now for example mari the only reason they took mari 2 was because mari the character had a lot of fan following even though the film didn't do big business the character was you know very much uh, huh. appreciated and loved by the fans and even kids yeah like you said even though these we have some films in the timeline which didn't really work commercially well but for dhanush the actor they were very successful uh, whatever character he was playing it got registered in the audience mind and i think that that is what is important for an actor as such and even people started to accept him as a mass hero right because in polladavan adikalam and all even though when he does action people think it because out of necessity he is doing uh-huh. it but when you are doing a film like a vip even vip might not be a out and out mass movie but even when he did mari right people were ready to accept him doing all those stunts i mean of course physically he became pretty strong but but if people started to think okay dhanush is a mass hero he can be a mass hero right so he sort of he broke the last think, yeah, people got yeah. used to yeah yeah people got used to him uh, see beating uh, you know exactly. so whatever yeah. uh, miscus i mean whatever perceptions that people had uh, about anush right right from his debut I think by 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 2015 uh-huh. 16 everything was down to zero you know he like you know he had broken everything and now they were, he was there in those leagues right. as similar to like you know Avikram Vijay or Achimbu I mean I'm not comparing him with, with their acting skills but just in terms of the acceptance level so I think this phase is very just yeah yeah also the market so, yeah, of course yes correct you know satellite rights going hindi dub rights going in big numbers then again you had rowdy baby getting those big big numbers 1 billion 
I think I think yeah. everything yeah. no because now when you look back I I really don't know if Danush really thought of his career in this format as we are talking but if he did I think it was very brilliant you know very very silent and you know just going about his business you know and just achieving what he what he what he needs and finally he had the icing on the cake in like you no know, like grey man finally getting to act with such big names and a big banner and a big director so fabulous fabulous and I mean right, this is right, like right. the the prestige if he if you want to want to go and prestige of india like not only for him but overall like it's a it's a huge achievement okay one one final point here in this timeline i think not just dhanush's acting skills that had you know made him as accepted as he is now but also uh, there are other multiple factors the, uh, the quality of directors he got uh, in this timeline the, the music for his films i think most of his films got really famous because of the music involved right. anirudh and uh, dhanush combo is, is a big yeah, thing DNA, in our DNA. industry right so i think yeah yeah dnd correct dna <laughs> the music also is a big what do you call it, a compliment factor for his movies and when you see a dhanush movie you have a sort of assurance that okay the music in dhanush movie will be good also i think from the producer side they might also feel that the music rights for this movie will also fetch them fetch them good money so i think these sort of uh, expectations and these sort of you know yeah, the, these arguments comes with the movie i think that this this help dhanush reach where he is now become famous and be asked for I mean, his business now. value went up and also i think something that we can we can also speak about i think i mean i know you are overshooting but again i think something that we can speak is even though his business value went up and he you know you know making those big bucks he actually started supporting a lot of youngsters as well you know, he put up his own production house that is wunderbar he started producing a lot of good films like not right. necessarily that he should be there but he started uh, combining with vitrimaran's you know grassroots company and then they started producing a lot of films like for example visaranai yeah kakamute which won the national award then there was what visarane that went went to you know was was nominated to the oscar so a lot of films right and also supporting youngsters like, i mean i mean you'll have better idea right like like a lot of youngsters came through his production right i just told you right uh, how important the music was for dhanush's movies by this time he was a very well established hero and for a hero like him to you know give his uh, movies to young talents like sean rolden uh, it, it was a big deal and i don't think any mass commercial hero would take that risk right giving their movie songs to to very new i i, I don't remember listening to sean rolden's songs before dhanush's movie and that, i think that's where sean rolden got his establishment in south industry exactly. as well and also i think he produced these two films or i think shivak arthigen and vijay sethupathi right just when they were little bit new yeah. i mean after vijay sethupathi right. was there for a long time but i think nanum raudidan for one way mm-hmm. it brought him to that commercial line of actors and especially even for vignesh when it, it it was a big deal because his first film didn't do that well Correct. and all of a sudden you have a big banner with big actors mm-hmm. i mean for dhanush to trust him that itself was a big deal and same thing i think with edith meetel that right. came for shivak like, arthigen that is second film i guess Yeah, there was a second film. So, like, how VAP was the uh, commercial factor uh, for Dhanush's film filmography? I think Nanu Raudidan and Edhnichel uh, were the movies, uh, you know, similar movies for Shivakathigayan and uh, Vijay Sethupathi. And Dhanush and these two actors, uh, these all all of them are more or less right in the now, same yes. league. Uh, at least Vijay Sethupathi, he has same market okay. value as Dhanush. That means they are competitors, right? And it takes a lot of you know good will to. 
support your competitor and to direct or to produce a movie with the competitor and giving him a break that's much needed danush the producer should also be appreciated in this exactly no and most of the films that he produced they were all they had that minimum minimum uh, quality i don't think he produced any bad movie after there was mari 2 and couple of others which was not bad according to me but but again compared to his <laughs> other films they were actually you know well short of expectations but yeah i think this is that phase where he actually did a lot of all round stuff and i mean hats off to him right fabulous acting and even those hindi films like people talk a lot about ranjana but people don't really talk about shamita but that was i think one of the best performance of dhanush that mm-hmm. that i have seen in the last i think after marian i think i finally we have reached the end of yet another long podcast from us <laughs> every time we actually plan to keep it short but it just 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 keeps on going because i mean it just happens that's that's how we actually discuss because you talk a lot okay because you talk a lot uh, yeah exactly so exactly where i'm going to come so since i i was talking a lot i'm pushing this segment entirely to shiva so shiva will be taking you to the end of the podcast as well shiva please go ahead do it really i was thinking about it now since you brought the point yes it's it's your it's your time to speak Hope I didn't offend you. No, no, but okay. I was actually, I was about to say that. So I think you should finish off. You have the energy now. I wish I had lack right now. Oh, fine, fine. No, but AK, I totally understand you being a Danush fan. Uh, I know how exciting it will be to talk your favorite subject. And for some reason, I find it very difficult to talk about a person. And I found like I always thought talking about movies is a bit difficult. But this, this. is even for more difficult than movies i like it, i i yeah. can totally agree because i think we have we have but this is i mean for people who are listening guys this is our uh, second day of recording so we did a lot of trimming and all and now we are doing some reshoots as well so i mean i mean it is very tough yeah yeah we took a while to find my voice in the podcast but anyway now maybe i i hope that your fans really don't have an issue with me i i, I hope they don't come come to you and say that i think it's time that you change ak hopefully <laughs> Come on, okay. Okay, so fine. We're coming back to topic. Okay, uh, I'm giving it to you again. Uh, tell me, for someone who hasn't seen a lot of Danush's movies, uh, which all movies you would recommend? Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, if people have already seen a lot of films. They can actually consider this as a rewatch, or maybe people have not used. I mean, people. I mean, not used to Tamil films. I think I have a. I mean, we discussed and we got a list of films here. so i mean let's go in order then yeah i think i would suggest kadal kondin is a good start uh, you can watch kadal kondin there's a film called the pudupettai that mm-hmm. we again spoke then there is poladavan um, poladavan might yeah. not be you know on par with other films but definitely it's a good watch then you have adikalam for which danush won as uh, you know national award for best actor in 2012 then you have maikamanna which is a criminally underrated mm-hmm. film of danush then you have another <laughs> film Yeah, you mean Marian? Then you have another film which is very extremely <laughs> underrated, which is Marian. I think that is a, I think that is one movie for which he has taken a lot of effort. I just read a post recently that he learned uh, swimming and all for that movie. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite film. Too much. Mm, yeah, that is one underwater shot, and he spent a lot of uh, you know energy, and he went for time. I mean, that is one movie where people are actually in love with the soundtrack, but I don't think many people have seen that film. So Marian is a definite mm-hmm. watch. then you have vip which is velaila pattadari in tamil and raguvaran btech in telugu yeah so i'm because i don't actually forgot the full name vip is what is just get registered in my mind like vip 
ധനുഷ് and finally the movie that i just mentioned before na shamitab i think in his career i don't because people don't talk about it at all at least marian and mike mena people definitely think because the because the soundtrack and all were popular so people at least get to see it once in a while but shamitab is one film i don't think i, I don't know why people don't talk about it but i think people have seen the film cannot forget his performance in that and he was well on par with amitabh bachchan or maybe in some sequences just above it so so do give a, so so please do watch this, this i mean these these films that i mentioned okay guys uh, hope you all like this podcast and for those who forgot my voice in this podcast this is shiva so hope you remember this name till the next podcast and yeah we hope to uh, meet you soon with another interesting topic so till then stay safe and enjoy the new year bye guys have a have a good new year that is ak's voice again bye bye <laughs> okay <laughs>